Sip and Listen, the podcast meant to inspire, challenge, and empower collaboration while taking big actions. With your host, recruiting genius, Jennifer Rojas, credit master, Valerie James, beauty maker, Christina Wurtz, the man in action, Rob Actus, and the lover of all things marketing, Elisa Lane. Hey, hey, good morning. Happy New Year. Good morning. First show back on the air as of 2019. Christina is back with us. How's it going? <laughs> good. It's good to be back. We have some awesome guests here, too. We've got Dan and we've got Pat. Thanks for having us. Thank you for coming on the show. Our pleasure. Looking yeah, forward right. to be here. So I know Pat. Mm-hmm. Well, I've known Pat. But um, reading your bio, there was a couple of things I didn't know about you. So 100 properties flipped within a 10-year span. Yeah. yeah How yeah. is that? I'm uh, going right to that because okay. I was just like, <laughs> What? Yeah, well, um, so when we, you know, my wife and I, um, we moved to Arizona in, in about 2010 or so, right right around there, and we had just, like, gone through losing everything, like a lot of people did around that time when the economy went down, and so we were looking for just something to, we were like, man, we need, need to do something, and uh, we had some friends that were in the real estate business already, so um, we kind of... Uh, uh, learned from them, uh, mentored under them, and um, just just kind of dove in. And short sales were really big back then. And you know, we kind of learned the ropes and borrow. You know, found some people to borrow some money yeah. from, so we could buy our first few properties, and then just kind of kept going from there. And wow. I've kept it kept it going since. So, are you still doing that? Still doing that. Yeah. Wow. It's more of a. It's kind of a. It's not like a main project, but we still kind of have a few going at, here and there. What do you look mm-hmm. for when you do this? Mostly, um, it's really just looking for the, the numbers that crunch. You know, it's kind of just we, you find a good market, a couple of good marketing strategies where the leads come in, and then it's really just a math problem. You know, can yeah. we buy it cheap enough or not? And if, if so, then we'll buy it, and if not, then we move on. So, with 100 properties, how much were hits? Um, how much? Oh, how many yeah. were hits? Like, uh, probably, you know, like, like, you know, like where we had like made a big a big profit from them um i mean and i would say on average for us like a big profit was probably you know a big one was like 40 to 50 you know and Mm -hmm. um and there were probably only i don't know maybe five to ten in there like that most of them are you know 10 20 you know 30 or any ones that kind of went the other way uh, we we lost money on two properties, I think. Wow, uh, out, out of a hundred. Out of a hundred, yes, yeah. So we, there was one that we we had to come out of pocket twelve hundred bucks, so not not too bad. Wow. And then another one that was similar, like you know, thousand bucks or something no like that. Kidding. So we did did pretty good. We we we're always pretty conservative. So there's probably some deals that we've turned down that could have turned into deals, um, but we also haven't lost money very often. So trade offs. So is your wife? more in charge of that now or is that she um she was helping me a lot with it when we got started she was doing a lot of um of the when we were doing short sales she would handle all the short sale um documentation paperwork and negotiations with all the sellers and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff and then um she actually started uh, a job became available she's a, a marine mammal trainer and so um uh, strangely, a marine mammal job opened up here in the desert, <laughs> and uh, uh, and so she ended she's up taking take that. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so, so she thought she had kind of walked away from that and was done with that. Um, it, and then all of a sudden, this opened up like ten minutes from our house at the zoo oh, wow. over on the west side, and so she jumped on that and uh, and has been doing that. Not not as much with the real estate stuff since. Oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Wow. Okay. So, how did you meet Dan? So Dan and I. Like the, okay. So Dan's bio was. I know. Whoa. Dan's awesome. Hey, I, I almost don't want to talk to him right now. <laughs> <laughs> so what's funny about uh, what you say about Pat? You didn't realize he flipped properties. I've known Pat now for what is it, ten years, mm-hmm. and I think I learn something new about him every day. <laughs> like he's a he's a interesting guy. Uh, we met. Uh, it was about ten years ago in a direct sales company. Mm-hmm. And uh, you kind of, at the time, I was looking for uh, people to emulate my life after. And so he was in Chantilly, Virginia, where I was living at the time, giving a presentation, and uh, I introduced myself. And I, I remember leaving saying, man, those are the people I want to hang out with. Uh-huh. A couple years later, uh, I met him again. And then, uh, gosh, I don't remember the circumstances. I guess I moved out here to uh, yeah, Arizona. Yeah, moved out here. And next thing I know, we're neighbors and friends and working oh. on projects together. And mm-hmm. this guy, he's, he's an amazing guy. So. Oh, that's great. Yeah, been great friends. Our wives accuse us of a bromance, but oh, yeah. that's <laughs> always a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> we'll try to keep that at a, at a, a, a low pace here. Oh, that's awesome. You know what's wild, too, is I have known Dan for a couple of months. We were in a seminar together, and... Uh, he was in my personal group and we did a lot of like breakthrough things in our lives in that group. And then I have seen Pat around the center, the personal development center a lot. And I never knew they were connected until just recently, like a month or two ago, I'm talking to Pat. I'm like, where are you from? He's like, I'm from Surprise. I'm like, oh, cool. I only know one person in Surprise. And I say, Dan. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's like my best friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah, no yeah, exactly. Way. And now <laughs> here they are. That's funny. <laughs> so you dabbled a little bit with the NFL. Is that correct? I sure did, yeah. So when I was kind of coming through uh, college and looking at what I wanted to do, ended up uh, meeting a few Mm -hmm. of the right people in the industry. Mm -hmm. had a couple internships with the one with the Eagles, the Colts, and then the Redskins. And uh, that was kind of the turning point in my life when I realized uh, I love sports, but I don't want to be on the other side of sports. (laughs) I I enjoy being a fan, not not an employee of it. Why? I'm going to ask why. Uh, well, I don't usually ask why, but yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, so uh, there's a different side. I was looking at getting into scouting, mm. and uh, you're on the road a lot outside of your family, and uh, so it just wasn't the direction I was looking to take my life. And it was a blessing because uh, when I left that internship, I made a phone call coming down, uh, I think it's 90, is that down Baltimore, uh, down to back to Virginia, and I made a phone call to another uh, mutual friend of Pat and ours, and that's when I kind of saw the vision of what his life looked like, and I was like, well, if he can do it, I can do it. And so uh, it was a great experience. I loved it. The people are amazing, uh, but just wasn't the direction I was looking to go. Mm. And was a lot, a lot of people, freedom you were looking for? Or? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people would say, wow, you're crazy. You, you, you had an in, yeah. but it just uh, it wasn't the in that, that fit what I was, that I wanted my life to look like. Yeah, that word freedom actually really hit me when I was reading your bio, like having that personal freedom to just, you know, go to work at any time. I I know I've talked to Christina about doing a remote year and can we take the podcast with us? Because it's just that ability to just experience more lives and just be out and about and just do anything you really can imagine. That was what I saw in Pat when he gave that speech. I think your shirt said, uh, got recession. What recession? And so, yeah, that was his story. And, and that was the life that I just saw that I could live and anybody could live. And so mm. now we're here. Yeah. <laughs> so in your bio too, you were saying how, you know, that path wasn't for you and then you went on a different path and you've had a couple of businesses since then. And that also has opened up even more and more freedom. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the businesses you've had? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, 
Well, that, that backs up to a funny story again about Pat. <laughs> it's all about Pat. Yeah. So. We're all going to leave with a crush on Pat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's my goal here. Is everybody loves Pat. It's uh, a new shirt. So, so uh, I, I once asked Pat to go spend the night at a Buffalo Wild Wings for free wings. We just thought, oh. I, I missed the chance in Virginia. You're, you're going to see where this ends up. And uh, I, I, so we're in Arizona here in Surprise, in Surprise and uh, they're opening a Buffalo Wild Wings. I said, hey, Pat, we should go stay the night. We'll get free wings for a year. And without hesitation, his answer was, well, I can't see a reason why not. <laughs> so uh, that, I just kind of took that on. And so uh, probably, what, about a year later, he said, hey, I heard about this note seminar. You can learn how to buy delinquent notes. So I said, well, I can't see a reason why not. <laughs> 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 and so I uh, end up learning how to build, uh, kind of buy and sell delinquent mortgages. So while Pat was on the um, ownership flipping side as far as the property, I was flipping paper. Yeah. So that kind of led into, into a few other things. And now uh, as I was looking at what kind of business I wanted, I wanted a business that was recurring. I wanted a business that, would easily, that I could easily plug somebody into. And uh, uh, sitting in my pool one day, I could smell the garbage cans by my house <laughs> and my buddy said uh man somebody should clean those and i thought huh it's not a bad idea <laughs> next thing you know that night i'm on google and then a spreadsheet arises and here i am i now own a uh, garbage can cleaning company in the west valley of phoenix no with uh we're just over i think 550 customers and um so yeah just a few uh, a variety of things and now pat and i were working on another app project so we're just uh, we're just searching as hard as we can for freedom, and we're turning over every rock we can. Wow. Do you think uh, the search is ever done, <laughs> Pat? I'll let you know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't see so why far. not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny because I don't think that's ever a destination. It's it's just like a reoccurring dream that kind of just keeps evolving while you do. Yeah, yeah. Because your dreams get bigger, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. So does the freedom for it. Yeah. Yeah, so for both of you guys, since you both have been in business and you have like backgrounds not being in business, like when you hear someone say, I want to start a business, what's your advice to them? Um, do it. I mean, you know, like, <laughs> I, I, you know, it's funny. I mean, I, I don't, it's, um, I don't know that I, I, like, there's oftentimes like that question of like, what's the, the one thing that, that you'd say or what you're, and, um, you know, I don't know that there's there's ever any like one thing. It's just like I I don't know. Do it. Try if learn, fail, learn, fail, learn, fail. Like mm -hmm. um you know, and just I guess just keep going because because mm -hmm. uh, that's the only way you're guaranteed to fail is if you don't keep going. But um you know we're all figuring it out as we go and just just do it. Yeah. What yeah. else are you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I hear a sense of like resiliency. You know, yeah. you're gonna have ups and downs in your business starting mm -hmm. out and also during. Just a matter of like staying committed and staying resilient. Is there anything else that you do to manage the ups and downs? Mm, uh, definitely, I would say as far as managing the ups and downs is definitely um, like reading, uh, listening, just being like you've got to be um, not so much the ups. The ups are easy, but the downs, <laughs> you know, uh, is is you've got to be like managing your your own emotions and having something that keeps your head in the game. You know, like like for me, like. One of the things that I've, if, if I, there's a, one of my favorite like speakers of all time is a guy named Jim Rohn, who is like a business philosopher. And, 
Um, I mean, you can't listen to Jim Rohn for more than like 10 minutes and like still be in a bad mood, you know, <laughs> like, so like go on a run, listen to some Jim Rohn and like, you know, and then you're back at it again. So whatever that is for you is like some sort of source, whether it's podcasts or books or audios or whatever, but, or, or people that you're hanging around, but, but something that, um, you know, that like when you're just down that, that you can consistently help to pick you back up. Yeah, so getting out of that down as quick as you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you say read books, but you also wrote books. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, tell us about that experience. Yeah, so that that was, uh, so a friend of mine, um, Hal Elrod, is the author of the Miracle Morning um, book series, or the, the original Miracle Morning, and um, he and I uh, met selling uh, selling knives way back in the day. That was how we both got started in, in uh, and as entrepreneurs in this direct sales company. And um, he went on to write the, this book called The Miracle Morning that has um, really like turned into a big, you know, uh, pretty big success, kind of this organic success. And then he turned it into a book series like Miracle Morning for real estate agents, Miracle Morning for teachers, et cetera. And um, he had asked me if I wanted to, uh, I had a lot of my background was in network marketing. So he asked if I wanted to um, co-author the network marketing book. And so um, I never had any... Uh, ambitions of writing a book really up until that point but it was like one of those things that was like too good to say no to like you don't say no to that to an offer like that and so um so i was like cool i guess we're writing a book and uh and then um you know just did the whole process of like sitting down to a blank screen for like months of like you know trying to figure out of like for it was sentence one you know how does this start and um eventually figured out some some processes that worked and everything but um, it was awesome. I really found out that I really loved like writing, and yeah. it was just a it was a great experience writing that. And and a few people have read it so far. A so. few people, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's been awesome. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. In a few different countries uh-huh. too. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's in a few countries. It's an it's an awesome. So it's been it's been really cool. So are you gonna do the Miracle Morning for garbage? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I haven't uh-huh. gotten that call yet. Oh. <laughs> I, I threw I'm, it out there. You uh, never know. Yeah, I'm waiting for it. <laughs> I love and, it. And uh, just back to advice, Pat's 100% right. Just do it. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I'm big on quotes. And one of the things I, I uh, like to tell people is uh, write your goals in concrete and your plans in the sand because it's mm. not going to go the way you think it's going to mm. go. And uh, as far as, and you touched on it too, Pat, as far as the, managing the ups and downs, the ups are easy, the downs, have somebody to lean on. Pat is the guy I lean on. I'll, I remember, I like stories, so I'll tell another one about Pat. Mm. Um, I was down for about a week, and I was and I had uh, I was out working in the company and cleaning garbage cans on this day, and some guy comes up and he's like, "Oh, this is the stupidest idea. Who would ever do this?" And I believed him. Oh. I was like, "Wow, well, uh, yeah, maybe he's right." And I had at the time a few hundred customers, and not even that many. But uh, a few days later, I called Pat and I was like, "Hey, man, I'm just kind of like figuring stuff out. I think I might sell my business. Like, I got that far with it." Mm-hmm. And uh, Pat goes, well, tell me what happened. I told him the story. And he says, what were you doing when he told you that? And I said, well, I was cleaning garbage cans. He goes, so he was telling you it wasn't a good idea while you were doing the exact motion, the exact activity that was the opposite of that. Mm -hmm. Somebody wanted your services. Mm -hmm. And I thought, huh, I was was doing what he told me was a bad idea. And I let that get to me. But Pat just kind of put it in perspective, like, hey, you you have a customer that you're servicing and here you have somebody telling you it's not going to work. So maybe don't listen to those people. (laughs) So yeah, have somebody, you don't need to be a Debbie Downer, but have somebody you can kind of bounce those ideas off. And uh, that's, that to me has been kind of the most, uh, the easiest way to manage the ups and downs. 
That speaks to how important it is to have friends and people around you to lift you up when you're down and to empower you. Definitely. That's huge. Mm -hmm. I mean, Dan has been my friend since the beginning of me starting my salon. Like, coming here, I got fired twice, and five days later, I signed a lease on my place, and everything was going wrong. Like, the (laughs) state was taking too long. They disapproved me. Some dude was trying to get me shut down because I was, like, stealing his name, apparently. It was just a mess. And I remember Dan and I talked on the phone one time, one day, and I was just like, I don't know. I think I'm just going to throw in the towel. Like, this is too much. I'm so miserable. This sucks. And he just, like, really stood for me. He's like, no. He's like, you're going to kill it. You're going to keep going through it, and you're going to do amazing. And even though I didn't believe that in that moment, I'm like, you know, it's true. I've come this far. I just got to keep pushing through. And even month one of being open in my business was amazing. And here I am three months later, And I'm killing it, like you said I would. So it's cool to have that support of people that boost you up and not listen to the guys Mm -hmm. watching you clean trash, being (laughs) like, that's a bad idea. Sure, (laughs) listen to the people that tell you you can. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. So guys, what other things do you see, like as an entrepreneur, what pitfalls do you see if you were to give advice to people or, you know, what are the pitfalls? Um, I mean... I was just uh, from personal experience. Like one of my uh, one of my pitfalls is that there uh, are pitfall that I feel like I have to watch for is like you know people call it like shiny object syndrome, right? Is like you you start one project and then another one seems easier or or seems more exciting or whatever, and you jump to that one. And um, and uh, I've definitely I've loved a lot of shiny objects in my day, you know. <laughs> and so so it's you know, and sometimes it's it's hard to know, like uh, you know, what what do you really want to focus on? And and you know, you just I think that um, you know that's that can be a challenging thing to navigate too. Is like, what do you really want to be doing with your time? And then you just got to be clear, like, what's really important to you? What do you think you're good at? What what um, what do you want like to be putting out in the world? And I think that. You, you just got to have some clarity around that or else you're going to keep kind of jumping around from th- thing to thing because there's always something, especially when you're in the middle of a project, like everything, uh, I wish I, there's some fast, fantastic little meme that shows like the chart of a project, but I, I won't, re- I'll, I don't remember it. But, uh, but anyway, when you're in the middle of, of a project and you're, it, it all, you're always going to get that time where it's challenging and it's harder than you thought it was going to be or whatever. And, um, and then there's always something out there that's like, man, that would be easier because that one, I don't have to talk to people or that one, I, you know, <laughs> you know or, or whatever it is like, you know, um, and, uh, and it's usually, usually not easier, you know, mm-hmm. usually, uh, I don't think that there's many like really easy, uh, things out there that are, that are worthwhile doing. So just knowing what you really want to be spending your time on and, and, and disciplining yourself to focus on it. Yeah. Yeah. What there about you, Elisa? I want to hear from you about this. <laughs> He said it, discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely like windowing times. Like I love planning my day. And I mean, it, I guess it's like an idea of the plan because it doesn't always go as I mm-hmm. I wrote it. Um, but it's having something that I can aim for, you know, and I think that's what keeps me on, on target. Like I've had the show for two years now. So it's been probably one of my most enjoyable ways to get people to share their stories yeah. and to just be in that moment with them. So... Um, yeah, discipline is number one. And I was actually thinking of something else because it, you're a skydiver? Yeah. Scuba diver? <laughs> <laughs> um, drummer? Um, that's also something that keeps us going. Yeah. It's having the other side of who we are growing. 
So when I read all that, I'm like, that's a well-rounded person because without all those things and family, and I know you have kids, and um, does it ever really work? Does it, oh, does it ever like really? With, yeah, without those like, things, yeah. Oh, yeah, without those things, no, totally. I mean, to to me, like that's what it's that's like what it's all about is like those things, right? Is like the fun, the experiences, the you know, doing the things you love doing with the people that you want to be doing it with. Um, that's the stuff that like makes all the hard work or whatever, you know, worth it. Funny hard work. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So when it, when it feels like hard work, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, when you, you want to quit, that's what Yeah. When you want to quit. Exactly. <laughs> it's that yeah. resistance that yeah, really it, keeps you like, really? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's staying on that path no matter what and things will show up. Mm-hmm. But I think it's those moments that you're just like, I'm getting through this. Mm-hmm. And it seems you're definitely one of them. Well, thanks. Trying. Like yeah. Everybody else. I don't think you're trying. I think you're doing it. <laughs> you don't get to 100 properties flip for trying. Yeah. That was thanks. that was definitely great. And then you have another company too, Creme, Creme of the Crop. Yeah. Yeah. Cream of the Crop Creme is our, crop. is our, um, I have two partners out of Colorado that uh, we, um, they've been in the cannabis industry for a few years and we've, um, we all had met uh, in the same business that uh, Dan and I had met in um, years back. And we um, reconnected a couple years ago and wanted to start a uh, CBD uh, company. CBD is like the, um, the part of cannabis that doesn't get you high, but is uh, you know, for p- good for pain relief and all this other kind of stuff. And so um, that's our first product is, is Cream of the Crop that we launched uh, maybe five or six months ago or so. And so, yeah, so that's a, a been a really, really awesome project. So how do you keep it all Go, uh, going yeah well no not even or, that but just like knowing which day is what like oh is it, yeah well so <laughs> at any given time like it. yeah yeah it <laughs> varies scuba diving it varies <laughs> yeah yeah exactly uh-huh so um you know uh structures you know trying to have you know some things in place where like for the real estate stuff is is um doesn't is mostly like doesn't require a lot of my time, um, and so so really like my main my uh, main project is really like the CBD mm-hmm. business. That's where most of my time is. You it because it's still young in process. Yeah, it's still young, and and uh, and so yeah, that's that's where most of like my you know creative energy goes and everything. And then um, some of the other things are are a little bit more on um, either like side project or kind of auto, auto, autopilot. Uh, the real estate stuff is more on kind of like an autopilot with just a little bit of input that is required. Okay. Do you have a team around that now? Or yeah, okay. mm-hmm. I have a partner in that, and then um, an assistant. It's a pretty, it's a pretty, um, just a small team that, to to keep that going. But uh, but yeah, we've got a team that kind of keeps that running. So, what are some of the products that you have in your CBD company, and what are you launching in the future? Yeah, just the one product so far is a, is our cream of the crop, and and uh, it's a it's like a, an all purpose skin cream. So it's really awesome for you know for everything eczema rosacea all that kind of stuff um and then also pain relief with the with the cbd but then um other products that we have coming we're we're launching we'll be creating a new brand which we don't even know what products are going to be coming into that we're doing a lot of kind of r d right now to figure out um like what products are going to fit there Mm -hmm. um but we'll probably come out with like some some healthy chocolates and some some other uh, we have like an energy drink idea that that we might come out with so Few, few different ideas on the table. First, we really want to run with the one product that we have and really get that. Um, we know that there's like a lot of potential with just that one. We want to get good at selling that and then yeah. and then add more later. Yeah, awesome. And what's your website? Uh, it's uh, it's my mangosteen. 
So it's mymangosteen.com. Mangosteen is one of the fruits that we use uh, inside oh. the, the formulation. So it's like mango, S-T-E-E-N, mm-hmm. mymangosteen.com. Perfect. Awesome. And I think we were just touching on before that whole conversation, like Pat's why, like the why behind he, why he does all this. So I want to hear your why, Dan. Well, I think Elisa touched on it earlier. Uh, freedom, just personal freedom. I got. I didn't want to be told uh, <laughs> when to go on vacation. I didn't want to be told when I could see my family. I didn't want to be told who I had to sit next to every day. Yeah. And so um, that drive for freedom is really what uh, kind of became my why at personal freedom, and it, it, it reaches beyond that. Um, you know, I've been able to start an entrepreneurship club at a school and teach other kids how to be small business owners. We're starting a business, running it with them. So the personal freedom isn't just about me. It's about how can we impact others. How old are these kids? Uh, they're, they're sophomores and juniors. I got four of them. Uh, they're just, uh, they're amazing kids. Mm-hmm. They're, they're looking to start a coffee business. Wow. We'll be uh, selling coffee on their school website. Uh-huh. And uh, along with it looks like some mugs now to increase their profit margins. So, no so cool. Yeah, we're teaching them um, Kind of like what Pat just touched on, having a team around you and how do you separate yourself from, from not working in the business but on the business. And so we're, um, we're playing some, some games that teach them how to get out of the rat race and uh, don't sleep on these uh, quote-unquote millennials. Yeah, They're smart kids. They are. Yeah. I think they watched a lot of the older generations that just worked themselves to death, really. They, they surprise me every day. Yeah. Well, and I, I'm fascinated by the fact that they've created uh, such a, a, a need for so little. Mm. Like yeah. they're just simplified and it's just such a great way to live your life. Because mm-hmm. I mean, if you can live off memories instead of things, now that's a life. Yeah. Yeah. Tell yeah. us more about how you started that project, Dan. Oh, well, I had to knock on a lot of school doors. <laughs> well, what inspired you originally to even do it? Well, uh, it well, sounds like Christina has something. Yeah, she kind of <laughs> knows. Got all the answers. She knows <laughs> the <laughs> out of you. Yeah, she knows the story here. So, um, growing up, my mom owned a salon, and we lived in a very small town. And I got to see what it was like um, uh, as the son of an entrepreneur to to know the struggles and the successes and some of the freedoms that she had. At the same time, she, uh, I, I didn't really, I, maybe I, I didn't ask for the training. I didn't ask for the lessons. And also she was so busy raising, you know, three kids, running a business, and uh, that I just didn't really have any of that direction. So I went in the military. And uh, I, was, I was your average B student, uh, not too good at, or too bad at anything. Went in the military, uh, got out, went to college. That's the route I was told to go. And... Uh, Finally, I realized that it just wasn't for me, and, I, and that's when I went out seeking some mentorship and some, and some new ideas. So for me, uh, it stems from just wanting to inspire kids who, who may want to think outside of the box but have been kind of trapped inside of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it started with our, our program at Landmark, and it, it was always something I wanted to do. I made every excuse not to do it. You know, I'm not good enough. They don't have anything to learn from me. I don't have the time. Uh, it's amazing uh, when you do something, you just kind of find the time. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's what kind of inspired it is just wanting to make an impression on these on these kids. Uh, I say kids. I, I, I shouldn't say that. They're, they're, they're students. They're young adults. Yeah. Um, but also I asked them if, they, if they're founders of the next Apple that I get something out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. <laughs> 
No, but yeah, just uh, just kind of stepping into the community. And if you want to be seen as a leader in the community and around your friends, um, get out and start leading. Yeah. So. Now, how did that go versus how you thought it would go? <laughs> you know, knocking on the school's doors and all that. I got a lot of no's. It's, it's not easy to start a program uh, that, that you're not going to tie a curriculum to. Mm. So I ended up... Uh, I met someone who knew someone. Uh, I was knocking on, I was calling these schools for probably three months. And then uh, I learned to communicate <laughs> in, in a sense <laughs> that I learned to tell people what I wanted to do. And I told one person and she said, go talk to this guy. And a week later, the program was set up. Wow. So it, it, it certainly what didn't happen as fast, but we got it up and rolling. We were only a couple of weeks later in the school year than we thought. And uh, <laughs> we had about 15 kids interested uh, four made it through and stuck, uh, but they're they're the best four kids I could ask for. So, uh, so is their coffee business like launched? So uh, we're sourcing the coffee this month. Uh, we've had a meeting already with a local uh, coffee shop. I think they're actually gonna. They they didn't like the margins as a reseller, so they want to go and find their own distributor. Good. Uh, so yeah, this month we'll have it up and running. Uh, it'll be on their school website, wow. and they'll be raising funds. Uh, they have complete control of this program. I'm there to facilitate it and offer some lessons. However, they get to choose where the money goes that they raise and what what business they want to start. Uh, they they from day one the money was never about them. They always wanted to give back, so mm -hmm. they all decided to give it back to the school. They'll be painting a mural on the wall. They'll be having uh, two new basketball courts installed in their little bistro area. Aww. And then they said they want to leave a legacy. Mm. And so uh, we're going to be dropping a massive uh, spirit rock inside of the uh, in front of the mural that each senior class will get to paint and sign and have their photos in front of. So these are just, these are 10th and 11th graders just changing the world. Wow. What school is this? It's, uh, it's called Imagine Prep and Surprise. It's a, it's a private charter school. Great name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So cool. Yeah. So yeah, it's right up the street from my house. It works perfectly and, and it's going really good. Yeah. I just love that you're doing that because growing up, you're told like you have to go to college, you have to go this direction and parents almost push kids to go that direction and it's just not for everyone and it's cool to have someone like you come in and be like, you know, there is another way to do things and here's how you do it. The impact that you're going to have on these young adults' lives <laughs> can be huge. Like, you don't even know what it'll be, but it could be huge, you know? Sure, and that was that was part of my story was, uh, you know, I was told go to the military, go to college, get a good job. Went in the military, served overseas, came out a distinguished combat veteran. I thought I had it all figured out. I went to college, graduated with high honors. My first job out of college was uh, delivering boxes to law firms in D.C., Mm. And I thought, wait a minute, this isn't what they said it was going to be like. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and then uh, just, I just had to change the people I was listening to, change the people around me, and change my mindset. Yeah. So your wife, how does that whole take place? She, yeah, she's amazing. Uh, she, she's more of the, um, uh, she keeps the house grounded. <laughs> 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 uh, I, I kind of, I'll try to push us and stretch us. She keeps us grounded. Uh, she's also in sales. She is uh, very uh, motivated by personal freedoms also. She's a huge animal lover. Mm -hmm. So anything she's she's doing is around animals. And actually, just recently, uh, she met a young boy who needed a service animal. 
she was actually on a sales call selling solar. She had no connection to this boy other than that. And she was so inspired by him and also through our, uh, to, to do this program through Landmark, um, that she went and raised over $4,300 for this little boy through an event. Wow. And is going to get a service dog for this little boy named Cole. Mm-hmm. It's called Canine for Cole. And uh, that's going to drastically change his life. Wow. And so... She's, it's amazing, she's amazing the difference we make so when cool. we really put our minds to it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. I want to tie this into our collaboration for January. January overall, our theme is collaboration. So how do you guys see how collaboration has been important to you in your lives with what you've created, if you see it's important at all? Yeah, well, the first thing that comes to mind is, you know, as as we're growing this uh, the, the CBD business with, with my partners and we're bringing on different partners and different people that are going to play different roles in, in, uh, this brand that we're growing. And, and it has been really interesting to see. It's been really a new experience for me to kind of build a a larger team like that. And, and, um, and it's been just really interesting to see how, like, if you kind of pull the right players together that have the, have different skill sets, like this thing is, it's, it's turning into some it's it's kind of like it's turning into something that I wouldn't have I couldn't have predicted where it was going to go you know and so that it was um and it's kind of it's very much going to be a a collaborative effort this uh this brand that we're growing and um and it's just kind of cool to see that everybody's kind of like bringing their own thing to it and none of us really know where this is going to be six months from now a year from now there's no like one person directing the whole thing but um I would say that I haven't really worked at it at in this level of like collaboration before. And it's just been kind of cool to kind of give up a little bit of uh, control, like to give up, like that. I know what they're mm-hmm. like, it needs to go here and this is what we're going to do. And to just be like, well, I don't know where it's going to go, but we're going to pull the right people together and we're going to kind of see, you know, what it turns into. Yeah. You know, that's amazing. It's a good point. It's fun when that happens, though, because it's something that you've never thought possible Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because there's so many minds going into it. It's like feeding it and so many different directions. Like when I did the podcast and decided to bring partners to it Mm. because my schedule is changing. Yeah. I'm like, what else can I do? I still want that show to go. And it was one of the the most freeing moments. And yet I'm like, let's do this, (laughs) you know, because it can go in any direction and it's out of my hands, but in the best way possible because I trust the people that are with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Just got to be uh, willing to not, not uh, worry about who gets credit. Mm. You know, and it's funny because it, I think that's one of the things that gets in the way. Sure. You know, it's unconsciously at times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like whose show is this anyway? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) But it's not, it's not mine, it's not yours, it's, you know, it's this collaborative creation that yeah. really shows up, and it's, it's meant to really inspire others to do something, take action. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Mm. That, that reminds me of, like, just, Elisa and I are collaborating on this event with two other people, two other friends of ours, too, that's going to be happening in February, but all of what you said, Pat, and what you said, Elisa, is showing up in our collaboration, too, which we'll probably have to talk on another episode about, but... That totally shows up. You mean the skin and hair show? The skin and hair <laughs> show, yeah. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, what is it? Never, what is it? What never is too it? early to promote, right? That's no. right. 
Yeah. What about you, collaboration in your businesses, Dan? Uh, well, that's, uh, you know, in, in my business, it, it was hard in the beginning to let things go a little bit. You want control. You think you know what's best. You play the should, shouldn't game. Mm-hmm. You should do this, shouldn't do that. Uh, very, very early, I recognized that. And I hired an assistant to handle all the calls, the customer service, and just get that off my plate. And uh, once that was out of the way, then I was just free to, I mean, Again, Pat asked me, hey, you want to go to this seminar? Sure, I can't see a reason why not. And it's next thing you know. the name of the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just change it. And the next thing you know, I'm in a three-day seminar learning how to do Facebook marketing, all wow. because I didn't have to worry about something else, and that completely blew up my business. That's huge. So, yeah, uh, as far as uh, collaboration, it's to me, again, it's just uh, not worrying about, I think there's a quote, I, f- I forget who said it. Again, I'm on a quote. Uh, it's amazing what you can accomplish when uh, you don't know who gets, you're not worried about who gets the credit. Mm, yeah, totally. Oh. Mm-hmm. Now we need to talk about your app that you're launching, guys. You guys are in collaboration <laughs> yeah. with each other. We so are. tell us it's what really the awesome. heck you're doing. Yeah, Pat, I'll let you know. All right, well, <laughs> uh, Pat's tired of talking about it, I think. Right <laughs> I bet he is. So yeah. many conference calls. Yeah, we're back to back. Put a lot of miles on my uh, pacing around my house. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it's a savings app. Uh, that people will be able to download for free and they'll be able to walk into, uh, we're up over a hundred retailers now mm-hmm. and uh, instantly save kind of similar to an Apple pay. And uh, you kind of punch the total in, you'll save uh, whatever the percentage is at that retailer. You'll walk out with an item, instant savings. And uh, Pat, I don't know what else more you'd like to talk about that. It launches on the 18th. So we're being mm-hmm. a little careful of, of what we say. Uh, the name mm-hmm. won't, isn't isn't being released yet. It'll be out on the 18th. Yeah. Uh-huh. When, That's a good it name for it. It's a good name. TBD. The name is TBD. We're just uh-huh. we're just setting right. up so you invite us back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. for sure. Exactly. And we'll bring the kids from the school. There you go. Or the the young adults. The young sorry. adults. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. So yeah, Pat. I don't know if you want to say. Yeah, no. It's that. it's gonna be. Um, it'll be fun. It's a. It like like Dan said. You you. Um, it's kind of like an Apple Pay, but you save money everywhere you use it. And um, and so you know we like to say that like with this app, everything is on sale. And so and it'll be a great. Um, it'll be a good revenue stream for businesses in that it's something that businesses can actually share with their customers. It for a lot of businesses, it'll act as like a, a rewards program for their customers. Um, and uh, uh, organizations will be able to use it as like a fundraiser. So, you know, a, a nonprofit or something could share it with their member base. And, um, and as their members use it, it would be a, a, a revenue stream for the nonprofit, uh, things like that. So there's How a lot of... How did the idea come about? Well, this is, where, this is more of a, like, a, we're, we're just, a, we're affiliates for this. We're, so we're, we're not starting this company. Okay. We're just, uh, it's a good friend of mine who's the owner of the company that kind of put this whole all thing together. And we're just helping to uh, get the word out there. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. Now, what is the affiliate thing with this app? What, it, what is the affiliate thing? It's basically like um, is just as, as affiliates, you know, people that can promote it, and then it can be an income stream uh, for them. So it's more in like the direct sales or network marketing type of a model. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. anyone can be an affiliate? Anybody can be an affiliate. I think mm-hmm. Christina just became one. Yeah. I already, I already am one. Did you see the twinkle in her eye? <laughs> Yeah, so Pat and Dan have been hosting conference calls to tell people more about this app, and I jumped mm-hmm. on one of the calls, I think two days ago, and uh, they're offering, are you guys still offering? 
Uh, no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> They're so not I'm not offering. even gonna. <laughs> <laughs> so mysterious. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like a super. It's like the low second half of the show just became just a mystery <laughs> <laughs> altogether. Like I said, you're always learning something about Pat. That's so. right. <laughs> it's just like a super low cost to be an affiliate. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a. It. I mean, yeah. It's twenty dollars uh, annually to be an affiliate. It's a very low cost for anybody that wants to be an affiliate. So it's a. It's a great. It's an easy extra revenue stream for for a lot of different types of businesses and organizations, or for somebody that's looking to um, that uh, enjoys affiliate marketing, uh, network marketing, or is looking for an income stream. It's a it's a super low cost way to uh, you know so, and something that's pretty easy to promote. How so if someone's wait, so if someone has twenty dollars burning a you know burning a hole in their pocket yeah. and uh-huh. they want to reach out, what's the best way to reach out and get that is connected? That's a great question. We yeah. try, we try uh, to see the mystery continues. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That is a, Part two. Because we literally like we we literally don't have like a website yet. It's all very oh, very just very get, new. Like, phone numbers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But find one of us on Facebook. And reach out to us on Facebook. Yeah, is the best way to do it. And how much actual income are we talking? Is this like an extra hundred bucks a month? A bajillion dollars. Whoa, bajillion dollars. That's mysterious for twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah, you can a buy a country around. when you get this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little one. Well, a little one. It totally depends on on uh, of course how effective people are at, at sharing. You know. Uh, getting the app out there so essentially um you know it, it's all you know we're in pre-launch right now and so it'll be launching uh, later this month so we don't know exact numbers yet but we're estimating that um based on some we've been beta testing the app for a little while and so we think that on average uh and uh, in terms of the actual commission or, or that you'll that a person will earn back an affiliate we're in is probably about 50 cents to a dollar per app user so um if people have a channel where they you know, uh, can promote this to existing customers, things like that, then um, that can turn into, you know, some pretty significant income depending on kind of what their what their base is. Um, and then, you know, that'll we expect that'll go up as more uh, merchants come on board. People can convert more of their spending over to this app. But mm-hmm. um, we'll see when it comes out. Interesting. Mm-hmm. What are mm-hmm. some of the merchants and retailers you have? Uh, the, there's uh, Home Depot, Lowe's, Staples, Ulta, Groupon. Chipotle, Groupon, yep. Um, lot Uber. A lot of restaurants. Mm-hmm. Buffalo uh, Wild Wings. DSW, AutoZone. Yeah. We're, but, in, we're just adding more. Now, I've seen stuff like this that's more like a cashback app. Is that what you guys are, or is it different? Instant savings. Uh, we've, we've eliminated the, uh, the hassle of having to wait to get your cash back or, or argue with how to get a check or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's instant stav- savings right at the counter. It's amazing. I think we cracked something here, but we'll see. We'll, we'll come back and let you guys know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so is there a goal of how many projects you want to have at a certain time? <laughs> yeah. <Unlimited>. No, <laughs> no, no goal. I, like I said, uh, uh, that's my biggest battle is like, I love taking on, uh, different things and you know, for sure. Yeah. Is it, and I, and I oftentimes I'm like, man, is this a good idea or not to, uh, to just take on something? But, um, but no, right, right now I like, I like having, you know, uh, two things going at any given time. And so the, those are kind of my, my two projects is the CBD and then, and then we're, um, launching this, uh, this app program. Um, but, uh, yeah, no more than that. No more. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm cut off right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Until we'll, they until we'll they see. launch, and yeah, then exactly. Get their uh-huh. group going, yeah, 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 exactly. And how about you, Dan? How many more projects are you going to add to the? Uh, for me, it's not a number of projects. It's it's uh, how much time is each project taking. Mm-hmm. So the goal uh, with each project I take on is is to put as little time into it as possible once it's on its own. So, 
you know, if I have two or three, uh, great. If I have nine or 10, great. Uh, the idea being, uh, am I able to enroll people and, and find the right people to keep those projects going so that I can step aside and go work on whatever, whatever the next shiny object is. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. a lot. And by the way, uh, saying no to shiny objects, the, uh, Pat over here is the, uh, I'd say probably every week he's got a shiny <laughs> object in front of him, so he's 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 exercised that muscle. Uh, but yeah, it's not a it's not a number of projects things. It's more of a what's what's fitting me at the time and what's taking up my time. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm curious, where are you looking to expand your entrepreneurial program? Like, what's the future of that? Great question. Uh, ideally, uh, I would love to see uh, other local schools. Uh, we're, I'm tracking everything, uh, and we're kind of writing down the process of how this all came together. I would love to see other schools, uh, incorporate this into a, it's a club, so it doesn't require a curriculum. Find a local entrepreneur, take the, take the program and the kind of this, uh, I guess the blueprint that we've created, go grab a couple of kids and and change their lives. Mm -hmm. You know, you're talking a couple hours a week a couple connections, uh, get some other people in the community involved and we take them out to meetings. Uh, mm-hmm. f- for example, Pat's, Pat's wife works over at the zoo. The zoo owner loves to talk to kids, the young adults mm-hmm. <laughs> and inspire them. We're going to bring them over there and just show them, you know, how, uh, what his dream was and how his, his, uh, project came together. God, I want to go to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll bring you along. <laughs> I'm so, like yeah. a kid. <laughs> It's uh yeah, I would just love to I'd love to have that blueprint mm-hmm. and uh have other local business owners or entrepreneurs who who are really inspired to to get out and work in the community, mm-hmm. take this and run with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's I don't see any reason why every school can't have a club of four or five or more kids out uh helping a local business promote their product mm-hmm. and also helping the kids uh learn a few skills that maybe they wouldn't otherwise. Mm-hmm. Totally. I love that. Even I would more invite collaboration. the kids to come on the show one of these days. That would be fun to have. <laughs> that would be so That would be cool. Fun. They would love it. They would love it. Oh, my gosh. Have to have friends in the little young adults might, here. Yeah, I want to be on that same show, see if they can <laughs> collaborate together. Might be a fun idea. Let's do it. All right. So do you have a name for this project that you created with the schools? Uh, we just call it the Young Entrepreneurship Club. Yeah. They've taken their logo, and uh, they're, they're, they put Young Entrepreneurship Club on it, and they're just running with it. Oh, they have a logo. So, oh yeah, <laughs> it's so cute. Yeah, they take the, they took the school school logo and customized it, and uh, yeah, they're just uh, that's all they're calling it right now. They had some crazy ideas before, but um, again, I think they wanted to call it Coffee Club in the beginning. I said, well, if we're going to keep doing this every year, let's uh, let's open the 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 idea for names up, and that's what they came up with. Mm. So it's not always coffee. No, yeah. We're also, they're also doing another project with a, a mattress company. A mattress company is going to come in, and uh, they're going to help set up. They're going to sell their mattresses. The students will be able to be involved in the sales process. They'll be able to see the, the business owners, their costs, their mark, their margins, how they market, how they sell, uh, their inventory, all that stuff behind the scenes. And so there's a plenty of other ideas that we're incorporating, and that's also part of it, too, is I want to expose them to as much as I can because I, I have a short window with them. Mm. So it's going well. I love that. It's so awesome. But yeah, we'll get them on here. <laughs> Let's do it. They'll have to bring some coffee. Yes. We'll have to try it. We'll do a taste test. There you go. <laughs> we get 10 minutes on the show. 
That's see right. what they can pull together. <laughs> I'd love that. I think it's great when we can bring minds and young minds especially and they can mm-hmm. actually contribute to a big company. Who knows what this mattress company is going to get out of sure. working with them too. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and talking to them, we could totally see their perspective of, you know, their experience in working with you and you could even like see new things because they might say s- stuff on here that they haven't told you and you'll get this like big inflated ego about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, the word came out. Yeah. Yeah. Ego. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. Or maybe not. Maybe they say something else. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll find out the and, Yeah, and the then maybe we won't air that yeah. show. <laughs> we, we have a bleeper. Yeah. <laughs> now, they're interesting kids. Uh, I asked them one day, I, uh, we were going through kind of the business basics and, I, and we were talking about assets and liabilities. Mm. And I said, give me some ideas of an asset. And one of the kids said, a database. And uh, you're in front of kids. You, you don't want to be too impressionable. And I said, what? The? And I, I dropped a, a word that I probably shouldn't have said in school. And I said, excuse me. Sorry about that. <laughs> but um, uh, you surprised me a little bit there. How do you know a database is an asset? And uh, he says, well, if I have a bunch of people that like a specific thing, then I could sell a product to them. Yeah, bring this, him on the show. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. we like him already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So those are the kind of things they bring, and and uh, I I always go home and tell my wife every single time I leave that I learn more from them. Yeah. So wow, mm. that's great. It's a give and take. Yeah. Thank you for sharing all this, guys. It's really it's cool helpful. Project. Totally. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I mean, thanks for having us. Yeah. Love being here chatting. So it's funny because mm-hmm. I think. Christina mentioned Dan, and then somehow your name popped up, and I'm like, oh, you got to get Pat here. <laughs> <laughs> get, I'm glad get it worked Pat out. Here. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think we mentioned it, or maybe in passing, and mm-hmm. it was just something we never really got to. Right. So, yeah, yeah. But well, somehow so. the path got easy. Mm-hmm. And we showed up. When you right. think about Collaboration. The, the chain of events, yeah. you know, uh, a decade ago, I met Pat. Um, Pat and I go through this program together. Uh, I start a program that's, that is impacting four kids. Mm that Pat had no idea that was that was something that I desired to do. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. every every little uh, every little moment we touch with with everybody can be very impactful. So. You say four yeah. kids, but it's really a school and a life and a sure. legacy mm-hmm. that's being left behind. It's really saying what little ripples we make kind of really changes the world. So I mm-hmm. just commend you and acknowledge you for that. Oh, thank you. And it's it's uh, again uh, when Pat asked me to go to the seminar. The answer was, I can't see a reason why not. <laughs> well, on that note, we're actually going to end the show because I can't see a reason why not. <laughs> but thank you so much. Thank you so we'll much. See you guys Robert. next week. Thank you. All right, bye. bye.